This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Hello and welcome to The Parenting Show with me, your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. It's the show where we discuss real life issues and topics that parents want to hear about. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. And it's all here Sundays at 5 p.m. on Talk Radio AM 640. Joined in the studio with me today, I have our lovely executive producer and host of Inside Jokes. Hello. Miss Sandra Carusi. <laughs> How are you, Sandra? Awesome. I'm feeling it. You are? This is a good show. I'm excited about this episode. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about some, uh, some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to have some interesting stories. We're going to get some tips, some advice. And I'm going to tell you guys in a second. But first, I want to introduce our other two guests in studio today. We've got therapist, family therapist, Joanna Seidel. And uh, she's from Toronto Family Therapist. And she specializes in parenting and relationship issues. And we also have uh, from one of our sister stations Mm. on Global, the beautiful host of ET Canada, Miss Cheryl Hickey. Who has a lot of issues, so we can just work through them all today. So this is great. I feel like this is good. Yay, Cheryl. (laughs) Yeah, and we're all moms. Yes. Moms. Yeah. We all haven't slept in years. Yes. Yes. Feels good. Oh my I gosh. Know. So so Joanna, you said you've got a nine, almost seven year old, and a one year old. Yeah, I do. Oh, yes. They son. keep me busy every every minute of every day. And and Cheryl, you've got Jackson who's seven. Yes. And Nyla who's three. Yes. Yes. Sandra, you've got your two boys. My monsters. Monsters. Eleven and seven. Eleven boys. Boys. Fun. And I've got uh five. Oh my gosh. Three and one. I don't Samantha, know. Lily, and Marcus. I can't uh, imagine. So this is going to be an interesting show because we're going to talk about couples time. Yeah. Date nights. <laughs> what is that? What Cheryl is that? just gave a, a sigh. I am not telling my husband when this show's on. <laughs> we actually just had this discussion sort of a little bit last night about, you know, date night and the lack thereof. Who so. wants it more, you or him? He. Well, it's not that I don't want it. It's no, just, I know. There's no time. Like, yes. I know we need to make time. But legitimately, um, yeah, I just I just feel like we're so busy and we don't make enough time. I know that. No, I don't think any Joanna, does anybody make enough time for date night like as they should? A lot of couples. Life is so busy and there are so many demands that it is very difficult to carve out the time. But if there's any message that I can preach in this show, carve out the time, make your relationship with your partner, your spouse, your husband, your wife, a priority. So how many so, times a week are we talking? Like, yes, what, is I it need once to know. a week? Like, can you give That's me a schedule? A I need a schedule. Yeah, I, I agree with Sandra. I mean, we can't look at it about once a week. Otherwise, we're going to set up um, unreasonable expectations, right? Mm, yes, um, totally. how, much, how, much, how much time do we have in a week? Um, we need to look at it um, at the affection that we offer to our spouse and how we're going to carve out time not necessarily you know in a date setting going on a date or going on a holiday but just daily time for each other I want to oh, you know Pina. what sir I'm glad you said that because to me when I hear couples time I start getting the sweats I'm like oh my god I don't have the time like you were saying Cheryl yeah. with three little kids I'm like 
God, once a week. Forget it. I was thinking more once a month. <laughs> right? That's okay, though. But mm-hmm. um, even with that, I start, like, panicking. And then I start worrying, thinking couple's time has to be a date night or away from the children or, you know, so... We could just lock the doors in the bathroom while they're in the living room. Is that couple's okay. time? Can I you know, say something? It feels I, like couple time. It's uh, just uh, so everybody knows who's on the panel. The three of the other ladies are married. I am divorced, and wh- I want to say something very important. Mm-hmm. All throughout, when my kids were small, yeah. because we waited so long to have kids, we're older parents, I would say, I know we should go on a date night. I feel, I'm just saying, the lack of date night was one of the contributing disconnections to our marriage. And I'm telling you, to not scare you, but just saying the real, real importance, I think a lot of my divorced friends will say, how many date nights did you have? And I bet there's a correlation, probably not so much, because you have to reconnect yeah. with your partner. It's so and, true. And I would say, I just want to be with my kids. It took me so long to have kids. I was 36 and 40. Yeah. And same. I thought when they go to bed, that's date night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we cling <laughs> to the, on the sofa. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. No, I can. Cheryl. I can relate to that. And and I think we hear that from all moms. It's like a common theme. I don't want to leave our children. Like we're clinging to them, right? Yes. And it's okay for them to leave us and no, go on a play date. No, no, it's <laughs> not. No, it's not. It's it's not. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I know that sounds so wrong. No, but you're voicing. But I a little bit feel like that. But you're voicing. Yeah. Pina said it too. Pina's got three little kids under five. Even yeah, she's like, I don't want to leave my kid. I, like. They're little people. Here's the thing. I think women wait longer to have kids. I did. Mm-hmm. You did. You yeah. know, we wait longer to have a family. We get our career going. We do all these things. And you feel like all these years you've had about me, 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 me. And now it gets to be about someone else. And you want it to be that. You want Definitely. to be present. And yeah, you, want you really to embrace do... that. Right. And I think I've over-embraced it, as many different moms have. Mm-hmm. And, and now I... I feel guilty about that, along with everything else that I do. It's true. And I think that that is that whole mother hat that we wear. It's that we're always there. We've got to nurture, be there for our little ones, put them before us. Yep. You know, so it's just, it's like a natural instinct, right? Well, it's a little bit of a mother hat and it's a little bit of helicopter parenting. Right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a balance there as we become hyper-focused <laughs> on our children. Um, That's me hovering. Okay. I know. There's a, an article in Lifestyle Magazine there, and they were saying one of the things is it's important for children to see that their parents really love each other. And I think part of date night, as much as we don't want to leave them, date night sends a message that you're not number one, which I think, well, I read, I don't know, Joanna, I hear it all the time. Kids are number one, but the relationship has to come before that because otherwise the kids are, are we're role modeling what relationships are going to look like, Joanna. The biggest yeah. gift that you can give to your children is a happy and healthy marriage. We have to find out how we're going to do that, right? Because um, our children look up to us and we model for them. So if we can give them the gift of showing them that we, you know, that daddy and I or mommy and I have a really happy, healthy relationship, um, we're doing something really right for them. So stay tuned because Joanna is going to help us all out, right? Mm. Sandra, Cheryl, myself, we're going to get some tips. We're going to get some advice. We're going to try and figure out this couple time thing. Together, ladies. Together. 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 So stick around. You're listening to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. 
Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crystal from ChicMama.ca. We are in studio today with Sandra Perusi, Cheryl Hickey from ET Canada, and Joanne Seidel, family therapist. We're talking relationships. We're talking couples time. And I need help. Yeah, it's okay. so okay, can we get back to like just for a second, really legitimately, I need a schedule. I'm a schedule person. If I don't have a schedule, it doesn't happen. Yes. So how, like how often are we talking that we should, you know, out of the house and going Somewhere. away? Like how, many, how much do men need? Like, really? Well, I think you, I mean, to put a number on that is very difficult because again, I mean, if you could do date night, you know, once a week, that would be wonderful because couples who spend time together are generally happier. <laughs> Pina's having uh, a face. I'm going to pass out. Pina passed out. I barely oh, get a God. bath once a week. Well, she's okay. breastfeeding too, right? <laughs> right. So how realistic. Right. So here's the thing. How about if she was to leave two of her kids? Because I think that's important to separate the kids. Yes. And Marcus, throw them in the bed. Shh. Put a chooch in his mouth. <laughs> the little baby. No, no, no he's at home. No, no, don't leave the house. That's awkward. No, but I'm just saying, what do you think? Like, I did that with my kids separating them because then sometimes, like, to, because Pina, what we were talking about, her mom helps, right? Yes. So my mom is awesome. And, uh, you don't and she, dump always, on she always comes to help. But I don't want to, like, say, all right, nonna, here's three kids. See you later. Right. right? right. So, yeah, maybe. Sandra, what you're saying, like drop off Lily and Sam with her, just and saying. I take Marcus. You know, I don't know how well that's going to work, now, right? That you can just slip in. <laughs> they do. Oh yes. And it's, we, oh, I we, saw we, those. We, yeah, you can go about your day. I wish they had yeah, those. Yeah. So that's a thing. It depends on the resources <laughs> you have, right? Here's what we're talking about. I mean, you have Nona available at your, you know, sort of, you know, but you don't want to take advantage of that. So, I mean, we have to really, when we talk about the the time and the duration of date night, we have to think, what are our resources, right? Do we have babysitters? Do we have family members who are willing to care um, for our children? Um, and if we don't, it becomes a little bit more difficult. So we have to, we start there. What are our opportunities to have date t- date night and what are our opportunities to spend time together as a couple can I ask a question if you haven't done this right you haven't made time for the date time and the kids are not really used to it so that when you do mm. go out oh, yeah. they kick mm. up a fuss like my son will start asking hours before when are you going where are you going how long are you going to be gone or even the day before if he gets an inkling that we're so going. true Cheryl so how so do true. I if I haven't made this a healthy pattern in our home how do I do it so I'm not severely damaging my child (laughs) so I've got two things to say about this the first thing is early intervention right make sure that you start early with date nights right make sure that I know so we didn't do that so 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 that's I was like that too by the way I started late okay so here we are today's a new day and maybe I'm gonna start this they're three and seven Cheryl's kids are three and seven now wait I want to I want to find out what late is when did you start how old are they Cheryl well, now. Three and seven. So here's so just the now thing. you started. Well, I'll tell you about the first thing we did. I don't feel so bad We, we made a step <laughs> about a month ago. Something big happened. And I'll tell you that after you give us some tips on how to break it. Because we did do something. But really, three and seven. Okay. So, like, okay. Right I don't feel so bad now. Joanna. No, so, so the best tip around that is to say to your three and seven year old, make their life predictable. Mommy's going to go out. When? What time are you going out? And when are you going to be home? Give them 
um, some predictability around it. So what I often say to my children is I'm going out for a few hours, but mommy will be back and mommy will be right there Mm -hmm. to give you a kiss and, you know, in the, you know, come into your bed at night or I'm going to be right there in the morning to make you your scrambled eggs or whatever you're eating. So the fact that you're saying I'm leaving temporarily, but I'm coming right back is very, very, very soothing to a child. So what if they say, why aren't you taking us with you? Why don't you love me enough to take me and and Nyla with you? Because that's happened. Kids are good that way. Yeah. Very talented. It's like, well, don't you you like spending time with me? Why don't you want me to go? And then you're stumped, right? Right. They're really good. They're they're a little bit of a, they're a little manipulator sometimes, right? (laughs) My kids are too. They all are. So then what? So I love you more than life. Okay. But mommy and daddy need some time to spend some time together. So be real. Be real. Tell it how it is. Tell the child. Be honest. Be genuine with your children. Do you know, I said, sorry, Pina, go. So I was going to say, I've got the opposite reaction from my kids where they're like, uh, so can you and daddy go out so Nana can come and we oh. can have fun? Whoop it up. Right. But my problem is that I have the guilt too. It's like, oh my God, if we go do something or we went to a concert uh, a few weeks ago, we went to go see Bastille. My husband came, it was the two of us. And how awesome was that, by the way? It was awesome. I had my own space on the dance, on the floors. No, I I mean the Nick part. I meant the husband part, not the band. I'm talking about the fact that I was like, (laughs) I was in my, in my zone. No, it was great that we were together, but did they not play a song that one of my daughters absolutely loves? So I turned to my husband and say, Oh, Lily would have loved this. Yeah. Like, and then I feel guilty. Like I'm having fun and they're not there. Yeah. So I have the the opposite kind of reaction from my kids that, that Cheryl has with hers. But you're giving them the gift of developing a relationship with their grandmother. And they so need true. these other secure attachments in their life. Thank you for Cheryl, saying you, that. Thank I think you. <laughs> care, care is very important. Cheryl, do you have uh, care? Like I used to have a hard time finding care because I didn't, my parents, you know, were too old and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, um, our parents, because they're older, yeah. we say that they get to enjoy the kids, not care for the kids because they're sort of past that stage. Yes. Um, we have found a couple of babysitters that mm-hmm. we've just, and again, this is all recent for us, like just recently started to do this. We found a really great teenager who we trust so much she comes over with a binder and all this checklist oh, stuff she's okay, more responsible than anyone i know yeah and um and then we have a daycare person that is just fabulous so we have a couple people mm-hmm. helping us out but um yeah. so something that helped uh me is when i do those nights i i ask a friend of mine with kids that my kids like to play with oh. we share the babysitter and then it's a massive play date that's and awesome it's, whoop, whoop, whoop. And they don't miss you. They look forward to you leaving. It suddenly becomes a positive. It's not, I'm going to miss mom. They won't know you're gone. Well, on that hook, do I have time or should I wait to tell this you big story? You know what? Let's, let's wait. Okay. Because I want to hear about it. Yes. And and I want to hear about some other tips. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned because you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, and we are talking couples time tonight with family therapist and relationship therapist, Joanna. We've got Cheryl Hickey in studio with us from ET Canada (laughs) and... Executive producer of the show, Miss Sandra Carusi. So we were we were chatting, and Cheryl, before we went to 
there goes my pen. But before we went to break, you said that you had something that you want to share with us. So, okay, this is a joke amongst my friends and and my family that I never go and do anything without the kids. So um, my friends and I were, again, having a play date where all the kids were over at my house when we were sitting. And someone said, have you ever been away with just your husband for a night? And I'm like, no. And, and it, it was oh just God. silence. And, and they were shocked and disappointed. And it, So they said, listen, what if we come over, we bring the kids over, our kids, and everybody we know brings their kids, and you take Kevin away on a trip. So my son wings by, and he goes, big, massive sleepover? And I'm like, yeah, big, massive sleepover with tons of kids. He's like, yes. I said, really? Are you sure? He said, Yes. So I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. So without thinking about it, I called a travel agent and I booked a Friday to awesome. Monday. Awesome. Congratulations. This was like a month That's ago. Nice. It's your first step to recovery, So, Mommy. But here's the thing. So I kept it a secret until the night before and the kids got to be in on the secret and tell daddy that we were going on this vacation. So they were really excited. So it was Four or five of my friends all in my house with their kids. It was a oh gong God, that's show. Awesome. Yeah. But they all slept on the floor and made it a thing. And Jeez. I was fine up until the last night before we came home. I had an anxiety attack at like two in the morning. I woke up and I said to my I said, I, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And it hit me on the way home, which is very strange. That was so what hit you? you? So Knowing that you were returning to do it again, because I'm like, what if I leave them again and that happens again? But did you did you examine what that was about? Like, what was the panic about? I don't know. You need I to start drinking on your vacation. I need to start drinking. I don't know. I don't know. I woke up and just felt very. I don't know. Just, just that, agitated you know that and very you've like. You've got to run. You're sweating. The palpitations. and right. But it was right before I was going home. Well, it was your first time mm-hmm. away from the children. And uh, you know what? I think we, we, we have to normalize that, right? Mm-hmm. We have anxiety when we leave our children, but mm-hmm. we, have to be unco- we have to be comfortable having a little bit of anxiety in our life, right? Yeah. So I think we need to normalize that. Okay. But Cheryl. Yes. I saw on your Instagram that while you were away, mm-hmm. you, got, you were having a great time. We did. Where'd we really go? did. I realized And you're that like, Punta Cana. Nice. As my daughter calls, Poop de Cana. But <laughs> I realized, it was funny, we were at the airport, and you didn't have someone's hand to hold or a, or a bag. Freedom. And I actually touched his back, and I was like, ooh, I'm rubbing your back. Mm. I haven't rubbed your back in a long time. Like it's, Right? You realize the actual just physical cues that you stop doing. Mm. Right. Oh, well, and it's amazing traveling without children, the, the comparison <laughs> of traveling oh, with children. I need, to, I need to do that. It's, it's like, it's like the, just the airport feels like a holiday. <laughs> and yeah. it does. I'm glad... I'm glad you brought that up, Cheryl, because um, we went away as a family in September. Mm-hmm. Which, it was like ended up being a, a day away in Jamaica because of the hurricane, but that's a different story. Oh. Um, and so we were looking at rebooking and my husband said to me, he's like, no, let's go without the kids. And I'm like, no, I can't. We're rebooking and it was originally family vacation and we're doing that again. And I'm like, Marcus is too small. He's still on the boob and I'm not going to abandon my mom with three kids for an entire week. So maybe that's something that, you know, doing like starting baby steps, like that three days overnighter. I said to her her last night, we were talking about this. I was lecturing her because I'm (laughs) I'm so worried about other couples after going through a divorce, which is so horrible. I'm speaking from a different place, guys. And I just know the importance of that connection and rubbing your husband back is about one of the best things I mean something so minor but that that goes forever things right but I said to Pina go to Niagara Falls for one night because she's still breastfeeding so if she wants to drive home or she could go to St. Anne's for one night they have great couple packages or yeah there's so many great places and but I'm not 
and I need to. I think I absolutely need to start small. Like, you know, Cheryl, you said it was like We did a the three four day. seasons for less than nine hours once. That's great. And that was because I'm very baby step about absolutely everything. Yes. And we did the four seasons and I knew it was. And then as soon as we woke up in the morning, I'm like, okay, let's go home. <laughs> but it, that was enough yeah. for me to just. That's good. So baby steps. I like yeah. that. And and I think, Pina, you also have to understand what stage you are in your life. Mm-hmm. You have yes. a, you have a baby at home, right? So we sort of need to look at that picture and say, we might have to put the duration of couple time on hold um, until the ch- children are a little bit older, especially if you're nursing. Um, but we'll get there, right? We have to make, we have to envision, we have to fantasize a little bit that we're going to get there and spend some good couple time as our children grow older. Is so, there a time or an age where you think, because you're both, you're both in the one-year-old and... Yeah, one, I've got five, I, three, one. And, okay. and Joanna, you said you've got nine, seven, mm-hmm. almost seven, one. So is yeah. there an age where... I don't know. I, I've heard the whole thing that you can go two nights if the baby's two years old and three oh, nights. Cool. Is I didn't that know a that thing? Rule. Well, I don't think it's a thing and I wouldn't make it a thing. Okay. I would just make like the most important thing is to make sure you're comfortable with the person or the people who you leave your children with when you go away. Even and- if the baby's one? Even if the baby's one. I mean, okay. if the baby's one and you're not nursing, right, There, there's an opportunity there to spend some real good couple time together. Here's the thing. When you have multiple kids, you both do, Cheryl and yeah. Pina, the little one has a sibling. Yeah. So if there's an only child, I think it's very different. But when there's, they're yeah, together. Yeah, they've got someone to play with. and Well, they feel like they don't miss mom because they feel a security. I remember someone that else there with them. When I used to Absolutely. babysit my niece and nephew, they were so happy. I mean, I did sleepovers as an aunt and they were together. So they felt better about it. Yeah. Too. And I'm going to even take it a step back. So Cheryl, you said three nights and you're like, okay, you know what, Pina, maybe, maybe do one night. You know what we're not even doing? We're not even having a date night. So start there maybe. Right? Yeah. yeah Movies. And- and remember, I mean, one of the most important things is to get your kids on a routine, get them to establish a routine. Mm-hmm. And there's bedtime. And we have when when you when you have young children, bedtime is at seven p.m. Have a date oh, night and dine in. And I, you know, and and, oh, and don't yeah. be that's good time together, right? Make carve out those Saturday nights, kids. You're in bed by seven, and make sure you have a good plan for what date night or might don't look have like. To leave the house. Absolutely, that's. Or if you leave, put them to bed first. Mm-hmm. That's have I used someone to do that. there, so they you I, still tuck them in. I always, always put my one-year-old to bed first, and I go out on Saturday nights Good from for time you. to time. Look I have to be honest about That's that. Awesome. But my one-year-old is sleeping, and my other kids are older, and they love their you know they love their babysitter. So I feel really comfortable and confident going out. And you know what else is really important is to have a rich social life. Okay, so like gonna, I, I want to. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about different date night uh, ideas, maybe some more going away ideas. So stay tuned because we're going to have it all here for you on the Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM six forty. Now back to the Parenting Show. With Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to the Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. We are talking couples time, date nights, time away on vacation. And and one of the stats uh, that I found on uh, Daily Mail in the UK is that it said the average mom has a mere 17 minutes a day to Mm -hmm. herself. 
That's well, 17 that minutes. They bragging. said, what do you do for yourself? And I'm like, have a bath. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. Right? Without the bathroom. Without yeah. the fingers. Lock the door when I go number one. <laughs> without the fingers. <laughs> the baby fingers underneath under the door. and banging. <laughs> I right? know. All that drives me so, nuts. We have, you know, they're saying 17 minutes a day to ourselves, us moms. Um, and then we got to think about couple time, dates. Um, and we were talking about maybe a weekend away, uh, three days, you know, long weekend. Or if your kids are a bit smaller like mine and they're nursing still, maybe do one night or even start off with really little baby steps. Like Cheryl, you mentioned you love, you know, doing things in baby steps. Mm-hmm. A date night, going to the movie. So let, let's give some, give our listeners some ideas. Like what are some good uh, date night, couples time, things to do? I, I mean, I, I think try new things, right? Engage in new activities because there's nothing better than having an activity partner in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So date night doesn't always have to look like going out for dinner um, and having some wine. It may look like taking up rock climbing together. Have you seen that sky oh, indoor yes. skydiving thing? I've oh, always gosh. wanted to do I that. Fly. I thought that yes. would be so much fun. Going yeah. for an ice, like ice skating, right? At one of those outdoor arenas. How fun is that? So it, it may look a little bit different than, you know, Dinner. the typical night out or the typical movie And night. it doesn't need a lot of money, too. I think that's important, too. When you're a young family trying to get... You feel guilty spending money on as a couple for dinner. Picnic to the beaches. Picnic to... That's a beautiful... Yeah. We're so lucky we have great beaches yeah, here. Do. Yeah. It's true. And the other thing, too, because you're mentioning these different ideas and activities, it doesn't necessarily have to be at night. It Never. doesn't mm-hmm. need to right? be a night. And sometimes date time or couple time could be in the presence of your children. Go sit down at a park together on a park bench. Pack a lunch. Watch your children play in the park. And you have that time together to connect, right? Obviously, keep your eye and be protective mm-hmm. of yes. your children. But connecting with your partner at the same time, like we need to learn how to multitask as well. So date night, again, it doesn't have to be I'm hiring a babysitter and I'm going out for dinner. There are many creative ways that we can look at it and um, and, and create the time together as couples. We all also get, you know, vacation time from work. So what if you took one of those vacation days you both took at the same time, the kids are at school, and then you oh, take the day off brilliant. and play hooky together, brilliant. you know, and yes. then go... Hmm. My friends do hmm. lunch together, husband and wife do lunch together while the kids are at school, and they do it like once or twice a month. And um, that's that's huge. I think that that's two a great hours. Idea. I yeah, that is. And the kids never know better. No. And this is stuff that we need to do, right, Joanna? You're saying that it's not only for ourselves and and our relationship with our significant other. But it's so super important to do for our children. It's for your children. And, and 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 don't forget, think about who your life partner is, right? You are spending the rest of your life with this person, right? You need to learn how to stay in a relationship with that person. Speaking of, as a therapist, Joanne, I got to say, as the divorced one here, I, I've said it earlier, I think it's important, the lack of date nights I had and that connection with my ex-husband. I mean, there's obviously other issues, mm-hmm. but that's a big part of keeping the relationship going is the communication that sometimes only comes when it's just you and him uh, as partners and as a couple again. And when we would did do the odd time, it was like, wow, why don't we do this more often? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my other divorced friends echo exactly what I'm saying, because again, we're on the other side of things, right? Joanna, you deal with a lot of divorced couples. Do you see that it is a common trait with divorced couples, the lack of date night? 
the lack of date night, the lack of communication, um, and the lack of, of valuing that partnership and that time with your mm. partner. Um, the arguments, um, you know, the the you know the disparaging couple, the, the sorry, the disparaging comments that yeah, the bickering, right? Those are those are tough things. Those are on a relationship, and relationships marital. Def- dissatisfaction starts to decline so we need to be attentive to our life partner so baby steps first Mm -hmm. yes start in the home when the kids go to bed start in the home when the kids go to bed listen if you have the resources go out of the home if you can make that work but find a way to spend time with your life partner and don't make it about the kids when you have a discussion with your partner you need to have childless discussions Thank you for saying that because I don't know about you guys, but when I sit down with my husband, we're always talking about the kids Mm -hmm. and it's not even like... What did you used to talk about, you and Nick, before kids, honestly? See, you know what? It's been so long ago because like we're going on 11 years of marriage and I can honestly say Samantha's going to be turning six in in June and I, I can't remember. That, you that's to, sad, right? I think that's every couple. About, Cheryl, sad. Cheryl like, Hickey, what I, I did you and uh, your husband used to talk about before kids? None of us could <laughs> I don't remember. remember what we talked about this morning. So, <laughs> yes, thank yeah. you. Um, no, I think, you know what? We used to golf together a lot because we were. he comes from a very big golf family and there was some golf in my family. And that's probably something I could do, take a vacation day and he and I go hit oh, the links for four hours. Yeah. That would be so you know? nice. Tis the season. surprise him. Hmm. Yeah. Getting some good ideas here. Oh, he would love as a guy, I think. I, I know. What's he going to do, though? What, what, the other thing is, is it always on the woman to plan this yeah. stuff? Like when, yes. you know, that's the other thing that I kind of, and I don't mean to resent it and I don't mean to keep score, but listen, w- could they not surprise us? And how do we drop the hint of, hey, could you plan something <laughs> Because for me? if he know, I'm just going to throw it out. If he knows you feeling guilt, he's not going to bring it up because you're gonna like, what do you mean go away from the kids? But yeah. I think if he knows you're okay with it, and maybe you initiate, I'm, I'm not even a therapist. I think I'm a therapist. <laughs> but if you initiate this golf thing, holy cow, that's awesome. Jer- and I love Joanna? how you're playing the other side, Sandra, for I us. Know. I love that's it. I, I, I don't think we should take tabs about who initiates it, right? We just need to place the importance of couple time. Right, because when we're taking tabs, we're going to find an imbalance because women are planners, right? Women keep the social activity Mm. planner. We plan our often plan our programs for the kids and and the play dates. And and I'm not just saying dads don't because they do, but but I and I and I and I hope I'm not making um, a gender stereotype. But women are planners, and so you may find yourself planning more couple time than yourself. But don't take tabs. Just be grateful for the time that you have with your partner. Thank you. Me too. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about more couple time coming up. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm Pina Crispo, your host, and we are joined in studio today with family and relationship uh, therapist, Joanna Seidel, uh, host of ET Canada, Cheryl Hickey, and executive producer and host of Inside Jokes, Sandra Carusi. We are talking couples time, and one thing that... You know, Sandra had mentioned before the break, she's like, Pina, you know, what did you and Nick talk about 
before having kids because after having the kids, all our conversations are about them. And I I really couldn't remember. Mm. And then it had me thinking, and and Joanna, I'm going to turn to you because why is it that our relationships become so much harder after having the kids? Like before it was like you get married, everything's great. And then you have kids and it's like, God, this is really hard. Mm. Am I the only one that feels that way? I, I think everybody. I think, yeah, I think everybody's good. with you. There, that. silence because you're like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there is like insurmountable demands placed on parents, right? Especially now that we have to be, you know, very protective of them. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, when 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 we grew up. I mean, I was allowed at five years old, six years old, to walk to school mm-hmm. and, and yes. play in the park by myself. There's constant supervision now, right? Um, so that's, you know, increasing the demands that we're, 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 we have to be there for our children. Um, the other part of it is that we have four women in this room right now, and we're all working moms. And this is normative. Yes. This is the normative life for mothers these days um, that we're working. And we feel guilty when we are away from our children. So we feel like we need to make up time. Let's make up the time. We don't need to go out with our husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to make up the time on Saturday night with our children or yes. any night of the week. So I think that there's a real imbalance about um, trying to spend time with our children and work and spending time with our with our partner. So these are problems that, I, that arise. There's an article here on Psychology Today and some of these articles saying what happens is from you go couple to parents, your role changes as a woman to a mother. And not only do we see the transformation in our bodies and you're now a mom full on, mm-hmm. uh, you're suddenly, you don't feel as sexy as you did or you don't feel... You're a mom. You're wearing mom clothes. You're going to soccer field. Yeah, your mom like, jeans on. Yeah, you're leaking. On. You're leaking. You're leaking. Well, that's grocery rom- shopping. That's romantic. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Yeah. Uh, guys get it. They're cool with it. They're actually half, I think, have no problem as much as we do. But I yeah. think when um, women are tasked, we task ourselves more than we have to about being the perfect mom and loop bags and the activities. And this perfect mom syndrome is causing health issues among women in alarming rates. Of course, as a cancer survivor, I'm the first to talk about the relationship between health and our relationships, uh, because there is a direct link. There was a Harvard study, 75-year study, one of the longest ones ever had, um, show a direct link. These people are in their 90s now. They started studying them when they're in their 30s, and they showed uh, happiness and health. And the ones who had better relationships, these were all men, who had better relationships, uh, more communication, better social connections, had less health issues than the ones who didn't. And so there is links to good relationships and good health. And when I'm at Princess Margaret and one of eight women now can have breast cancer and I'm talking to women, a lot of us are having a lot of the same stories about this perfect mom, stress and kids and marriage and, oh my, I didn't have support. And, you know, a lot of not having support from your husband, I got to say as a divorced person, is our fault because we assume that. And a lot of it I used to say too is like, oh, he doesn't do anything. I do everything. Well, if you do less, you do more. But here's the thing. Don't you think, and, and you can maybe answer this for me, I feel like whether we ask for it or not, women are tasked with doing more yes. a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And and I, I don't know if it's just the way things have gone for forever. And yes, if you can break that in your home, congratulations, that's amazing. But <laughs> the reality is when you have a baby and, and you're in it, and maybe like for me, I went back to work after four months wow. trying to do the sleep deprivation, the hormone balancing. <sighs> 
keeping it together on the show and then being a great lover and a wife was just I remember thinking oh my Genta like Mm -hmm. it was it was a lot so I feel like yes we can ask for more help but the reality sort of feels like nope this is this is if you choose to have a family this is what you have to do somehow you have to keep all that together well and and I think the first you know zero to three years of having children Mm -hmm. are the toughest and I think things um, and the toughest and, and, and the biggest gift, right? Those babies are so yeah, cute and so wonderful great. and lovely and, yep. and amaze you as they're developing. But I think as your children become more independent, you can become more independent from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're talking about the role of the of women and how we're just tasked all the time um, and how it's a little bit imbalanced. And it could be. Right. But that's where women need to assert themselves more um, and not necessarily ask for help, um, but, you know, give tasks out. So you do the social calendar in our house. And if you're have a if you're a new mom and and, and going back to work, um, I don't know how much housekeeping I would be doing. Right. I Mm -hmm. might defer to 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 get somebody to do that or have our husband to help us. And I think. What I do believe, though, is fathers are helping more and more and more. And they're playing a much greater, much more balanced role in in children's lives. And children are doing better because of this. Employers are getting better, too. I remember Mm -hmm. saying, you know, they, they, they can adjust with your hours or things that you have going on. I think there's more importance on work balance, work and home life balance, where employers are wanting you to have a healthy life. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I've noticed. We do it here at this company. Yeah. You know, know, yeah, yeah, there's not everything is set in stone and and it's you're allowed to have some flex there, which is so important. And that's something you also need to assert wherever your position is or with your employer. And I hope you're, you know, because it really is important. I mean, technology allows a lot of women and men to work from home. Um, and just even the delight of picking your children up from school one oh, day yeah. a week is like true. so much satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, you know, as everybody, we want to try to, we, we fit in so many different roles um, and and we want to try to do it, do it the best that we can. So there's a lot of pressure with that. Yeah. And you know what, one thing that I really want to talk about, and uh, <laughs> we'll do that coming up, is whether we like it or not, whether we mean it or not, it's there and it happens. What? Resentment. Rewards are significant other, right? Like, so we're going to talk about resentment. Joanna's going to be busy after this. Yeah, I know. We're all going to be like booking our appointments. <laughs> you're listening to, <laughs> you're listening to the parenting show on Talk Radio AM 640. Now back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio, AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca. We're talking couples time and resentment in our significant other. All right, Joanna, you're, you're the therapist. What do we do about this? So, I mean, resentment is a difficult feeling to have. So you definitely need to understand where that's coming from. Find the root of the problem um, and you need to speak openly to your partner about it. Um, and, and you also have to recognize that the feeling that you have, such as a strong feeling like resentment, if you work it out, it's temporary. 
It mm-hmm. will go away. Mm-hmm. Be open to resolving it. Be open to forgiveness. Don't store it. Don't yeah. It's okay to have it. Stores as disease. Because that's natural? It's very natural. Oh, thank, thank you, God. <laughs> we all feel that. We all okay. Cheryl and I just say, whew, sigh of relief there. Mm. So that's good. We're going to, we need to address it. Talk to them about it. Talk to them about, don't hold on to these feelings of resentment or anger. Um, you know, we may feel angry towards a spouse. We may feel resentment. We have to compart- compartmentalize. That That's not the only part of our spouse, mm-hmm. right? They function in all different parts. Mm-hmm. So hang on to the other parts of this, your spouse, like the one that brings you coffee in the morning. And or, that. There's other parts you need to hang yes. on to. Right? Or the part <laughs> that right makes now. you laugh. <laughs> I'm going to give you a list. So, yeah. So the coffee. It's these little things that mm-hmm. count and that, that really like... You know, so what set the tone. Do? Here's what, what how you do? can reconnect, Cheryl Hickey. I'm going to thank you for asking. You're <laughs> such good at segues. Uh, how do we? How uh, you, put away you? your electronics. Give me a list. Okay. okay. Yeah, As a couple, put away your electronics. Block out Friday and Saturday nights. No electronics or every night an hour after the kids go to bed, shut her down okay. and reconnect Two, Gamers, if maybe your board games, maybe you guys used to do that as a couple. Three, cook together. Maybe that's something you used to do and now it's just one person go back to do it together. Dancing. I know a lot of my girlfriends are like, I love dancing. Guys, go out dancing with your husband um, on a night out. Beer tour, maybe you like beer. How about live beer comedy? Tour. Like, beer tour. Live tour. comedy. Yes, yes, yes. Thank yes, you. Yes. We can go watch Sandra. Thank you. Let's go watch it. me. I don't know if you'll laugh, but uh, <laughs> comedy actually it releases endorphins and it's good for your health and it's a good precursor to special time afterwards. And a lot of comedians. Oh, mm-hmm. special time? You know what I'm talking about. Oh. Something to hang on to. Yeah, we which forgot I think all about that, right, Anytime Cheryl? you get down with it. <laughs> yeah, see? Tons yeah. of great ideas. So get out there, guys. Work on it because... It's not only for our own good, but for the good of our children, our mm-hmm. families. Um, and honestly, if you missed any of this, tuned in a little bit later, don't worry. You can catch our podcast on 640toronto.com. Thank you so much to Cheryl Hickey and Joanna Seidel for coming in and chatting with us today. And Miss Sandra Carusi, stick around because Inside Jokes airs at 8 p.m. Thank you so much. You're listening to Pina Crispo, and this is The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today is a reminder tip for renters that you don't pay. What do you mean? Well, if you're a renter, a real estate salesperson can help you find that place, and it is the landlord that pays the realtor's commission. Great, eh? So call me or email me with any questions. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra.